Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast. This is the Kentucky Derby edition, our favorite podcast to do every year because we get great research and analysis by Jeremy Son all the way from Saipan. Big, big shout out to Jeremy. He killed it. We also had Dirt join. Little, He wasn't in the whole thing, had a little bit of scheduling issues with him still working and delivering packages and Saipan Sager being, you know, 15 hours in the future from us. And by the way, the next day will come. This is our Kentucky Derby pod. And guess what? We went through the whole fucking thing and didn't realize that our boy Omaha Beach scratched. And that happened during our podcast. But luckily, somebody sets us straight and we amend our bets. Now to the pod. Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. All right, let's get it. And let's get it. We shall. We are talking donkeys. My personal favorite podcast every year. We go to Saipan Sager, a.k.a. Jeremy Son, with the breakdown of the Kentucky Derby. It's a TSP tradition. And it's going to be another wild race, guys. Now, we were going to have another special guest on the podcast who claims he knows donkeys, but Harley, what happened? I think he saw the amount of research Jeremy Son and myself were putting in, and he did not feel up to snuff. He was waiting for some off-track uh, betting syndicate to release their breakdown, and he was going to try to regurgitate it to us. And now the person in question, his name is Dirt, but he's getting left in the dust. Now, Jeremy-son, you have any any words to say to Dirt about his uh, lack of an appearance here? Uh, all I got to say about Dirt is, yeah, I understand that man's dropping off packages and shit, but God dang, son, it's Derby week. You so, got to set time aside. So set, he may be... Set time aside. So he, so he may be delivering packages... <laughs> But he's not delivering gems on the podcast. Exactly. Damn, it's a goddamn shame. You would think it you're delivering shame. packages, you can make your own fucking schedule, right? You have you a certain would. amount of packages to deliver a day. Would you all of a sudden get extra packages? You knew this podcast I mean, was happening for a week. Yeah, and you know, god dang, drive faster. Get the shit done. I mean, Jeremy's son is uh, recording this podcast at what? Eight in the morning. Uh, it's nine twenty-five a.m. on Thursday here. God, I love talking to a man who knows the future, and that's why the he's going to be giving great. you winners for the twenty nineteen Kentucky Derby. That's right, and it's another. It's going to be another crazy race as always. Kentucky Derby, arguably the hardest race to crack. I mean, goddamn! Once again, this race twenty twenty bitches are running in this race. So hard to bet this, and you know it's 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 just unbelievable how much time and effort is put into this. You know, I've been looking at this shit for the past two weeks. Finally, the poll positions came out uh, a couple of days ago, so uh, that was able to kind of open up the eyes on 
where these donkeys are going to be running and what position. And, you know, it's uh, it looks promising for a few and um, a little rough for uh, for some other favorites. So, um, you know, this just a quick little rundown on this race is, you know, the big badass, big Bob Baffert and his big dick has three bitches running in this race. Woo! Three of uh, and those three are going to be Improbable, who's at six to one. Then he has Game Winner at five to one, Roadster at six to one. He has three out of the four top favorites in this race. Of course, he's this big fucking Bob. Now, Sager, last year, Big Bob gave you the big business. Do you want to defend yourself? There is no defending myself on this one. The the thing was, I, you know, last year just showed how good this guy was. And, you know, I hate to kind of downplay Justify because the horse won the fucking Triple Crown, but is it just me or has there been such little talk about Justify compared to American Pharaoh who won it, uh, what was it, four or five years ago? To me, you know, everybody remembers American Pharaoh, but Justify just doesn't have the name. You know, I think it's because American Pharaoh, not only did he win the Triple Crown, but American Pharaoh absolutely dominated every single race. Wasn't even close. American Pharaoh, the best athlete this decade? <clears throat> best athlete this decade and the most underpaid a- athlete this decade as well. I mean, he's getting a lot to uh, stud, though, isn't he? A lot to what? To go out to stud. So, oh, man, that, that, that horse is living the fucking dream, just banging all these broads. and Oh, what a dream. Eating all the hay he wants, getting pussy. What else could a man want? All right. Let's now with that introduction, I'm happy to see where my opinions, where Sager's opinions, where they come together, where they divert, which one of us has horses going straight to the glue factory. I'm excited. Now, Jeremy, just to let the people know, you sent us a behind the scenes snap of your dirt sheets on the Kentucky Derby. How many pages do you have there? Flip through them. How, how many pages of research did you slave over? Ah, uh, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight full pages written down of notes uh, this past week or so. I was even on a business trip in Guam this past week, and uh, when I was in the hotel room, my laptop was just full of all sorts of open tabs pinning out information from each tab. And you say, I'm kind of glad that this research is over with because it's taxing. It's a long week. Well, let's hope it pays off. Well, let's uh, hope it pays off. I was going to start with the number one position horse, but you just said taxing. So tell me a little about the position two horse tax. I we'll have my odds there. at let's... 20 to one. Don't, th- don't throw me off, Al. We're going to get through this one, one through 20 in a row. <laughs> and I, well, and I have 21. Yeah, well, you're wrong because there's an uh, alternate. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a substitute, for instance. I ain't worried, but even if that horse gets in somehow, some way, it ain't going to do shit. What Bodie Express is a substitute? Yes, correct. Oh, it's a little odd <laughs> how the substitute, according to uh, just me writing down the positions, the substitute has better odds than another one of these horses. All right, hold on. Do we have to get really break it down for you? Bible chapter verse here. It's all about point system. So the points that lead up to the Kentucky Derby allow you to qualify for the race. The most points get the preferred position. 
Therefore, Bodie Express did not get enough points, even though the handicappers think he's a better horse. Hmm. Correct. And, the, and then there's two horses in here, uh, Gray Magician and um, also um, Plus One Parfait, who the way they got their point systems is they shipped them donkeys all the way over to Dubai to get the point systems over there. So you're gonna, for, so you're gonna see those two horses, which don't have the best odds, have a lot of earnings. But the reason why is because they go over to Dubai and they win that Dubai money, which don't mean anything to those people. Ah. So they send those people. That's why you have a few international horses that are in the Derby because they're on these other tracks that earn points with, uh, I guess you could say, less competition. I'm not sure. I don't do much research on these Dubai horses, obviously, but. Um, you know, that's why you always have horses from, uh, you know, overseas that are – they usually have a few of them that are in the Kentucky Derby. They don't ever win. I thought last year – I'm trying to remember. I, I think I know what you're talking about. There was a, one that won from Japan who won the Dubai race, and he was coming on. as He was getting some late steam, and then he, he pulled up lame, and <laughs> he ran about Ooh, six yeah. yards and was done. <laughs> I, I actually want to say that horse last year was from Ireland. I think it was an Irish horse, and um, he came over to the States, and that must he must have eaten too many goddamn potatoes because he sucked. Straight to the glue factory. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if y'all are ready, let's get through this. Let's crack. All right, position one, we have War of Will. I have 20 to 1 odds. Correct. And uh, position two, we have Tax at 20 to 1. Well, are you going to tell me a three. little about War of Will, Jeremy, or are you going to run through all the polls and then come back around? And that's exactly what I was going to do, but I can go straight through it, no problem. So, I, so we're going to go just uh, through each position, but then I'm going to give information to move on. So uh, we'll start at War to Will. Um, so in the first post, we have War at Will at 20 to one. In his career, he has eight starts, three wins, one place, one show, career earnings of $500,000. His running style is press the pace. His trainer is Mark Cass. War at Will was the winner of the Lecomte Stakes and the Rising Star Stakes. However, he came in ninth in the Louisiana Derby after being a heavy favorite. Yikes. He, had awkward, he had awkward strides at the end of the race, but the trainer says there's no lingering effects. Well, in my opinion, any kind of lingering effects in a race like the Kentucky Derby with 20 horses, that's not good. This is going to be tough for this horse to make any kind of run in. Uh, since, 1940, since 1940, no race winner has ever finished better than worse than fifth in their final race uh, prep before the Derby. Um, and so with this competition, I don't expect much from this bitch. Uh, he was a heavy favorite. He couldn't pull it out. He lost it by my standards. So consider war at will gone, in my opinion. Now, he did win the Rising Star Stakes in February. And he mm -hmm. is sire as Warfront and Mayor Visions of Clarity. So any of you all that remember some Warfront or Visions of Clarity, keep that in mind. The problem is he doesn't – he's not the sire. His sire is not the best war, which was War Emblem. That's the problem. Now, Anything that has War Emblem in the name, you can you can put some money on. Now, Mark Chassie, Chase – I don't know exactly how to say his name. Cass. Cass is the trainer, and jockey is Tyler Gaffaloni. Never heard of him. Yeah, been there. He ain't winning that. Yeah, it, from a – a Rube's uh, 
opinion here. If you finished ninth in the Louisiana Derby and you were favored, I'm writing you off. Well, he's injured, a cross out. Injured. That's what it, that's what they say he came up as injured. But hey, let's go to the second horse, Jeremy. Why don't you kick us off? Because we don't want to spend too much time with losers. It's all good. Second horse, tax, twenty to one. Five career starts, two wins, two places, one show, career earnings of three hundred twenty thousand dollars. His running style is stalker. His trainer is Danny Gargan. Um, Tax came in third as a juvenile in the in the Remsen Stake, huh. um, and then ret- and then he returned by winning the Withers Stake. Uh, he runs pretty much just an aqueduct. Uh, he then placed in the Wood Memorial Stakes. Uh, he lost by a controversial finish to Tacticus, who we'll be talking about later, uh, who nudged him against the rail. Uh, the experts and the they did not decide that this was a penalty, so they decided to keep Tacticus at first. Robin's racing. Um, uh, expect tax to stay in the middle of the group and uh, make a late run, but uh, we just don't believe that he has the running style to push any other horses. That's what stalkers are going to do. They're going to just kind of cruise behind and push some horses in front, wear them out, and then try to take the lead uh, after them. Now, um, with tax, sire was Arch, Mayor Toll, Jockey, Junior, Alvarado, Trainer, Danny, Gargan. Gargan. And this and this is actually Danny Gargan's first Kentucky Derby race. Now His the first horse he's ever put in the Derby. The problem with Tax is he's got no balls. He's got no stud anymore because he's a gelding. Uh oh. Geldings do not do well in the Kentucky Derby. Theon Greyjoy. So I think you look away from Tax because we ain't paying no tax this weekend. Now you're idiot. Yeah. Go AKA, Sager. AKA, go ahead. Go. You go. A.K.A. he got his nuts chopped off, which means he's trying to get that sex change. Fuck tax. I ain't going by it. So horse from, three. From, hey, Go. But, Sager, from an idiot perspective, this horse only has five races, and now it's getting in the derby. I think the stage is too big for him. And like you guys are saying, I don't think he has the cojones to sack up def- and win this race. He definitely ain't got no goddamn cojones. He's going to fall short. He'll finish, uh, my guess, uh, middle to – Probably uh, 13th to 5th to 10th place. He's going to finish in that range. All right. In the three spot, we have By My Standards at 20 to 1. He has six career starts with two wins, two places, one show. Career earnings of $650,000. Running style is Stalker. His trainer is Brett Calhoun. By My Standards, are we going to put a couple bucks on him because he's the Louisiana Derby winner? Fuck it. If you want to, why not? He probably ain't gonna win you a ship, but god dang, little local, little lo- local bitch. Uh, but really, there really wasn't too much on by my standards, uh, which I found was pretty interesting. He did win the Louisiana Derby at thirty to one. Uh, his sire, Golden Shiles, won the two thousand thirteen Santa Anita Derby in two thousand back in two thousand thirteen. Uh, and his Jackie Gabriel Saez finished second in the derby in 2008 by riding the infamous big larry philly eight <laughs> bells rest in peace at eight bells you were a good bitch until you died i remember big larry <laughs> now, they sent it they they sent it straight to the glue factory right after i think it was the uh it was the derby whenever she fell at the very end and they had to put her out on the track so in the i watched the louisiana derby by my standards ran a very, very good race. Basically, was right there, like young Jeremy's son said, stalking, and then told spin off the fuck off down the stretch to take that win. 
It's just you, you know, it's just hard to put it, to put any money. It's hard to think anything high on by my standards. I mean, it, it's odds. I believe they were thirty to one in the Louisiana Derby. You know, and then it jumps to twenty to one in the Kentucky. I just find it hard to believe. In my opinion, if you're going to compete in the Derby, unless you're a crazy, stupid horse like Barbaro, rest in peace, <laughs> then uh, it's going to be hard for you to really shine in the Kentucky Derby. You got to have that uh, that swagger going into it. You got to have the people that's going to bet the money because they see they see what's in the horse, and I just don't see by my standards finishing. Uh, you, you know, five. Post time, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the odds drop down to 15 to 1, but uh, it's not going to be much of a difference. But hey, put a few bucks on it. Louisiana Derby winner, why not? It hasn't worked for us in a while, but shit. All right. A few bucks won't hurt. Harley, you got anything to say about by my standards extra, or can we move on? Let's go. All right, pole position number four, gay magician. Gray. At 50 to, oh, gray magician. Oh, sorry. <laughs> They say we know what's on just your about mind. this horse, I got a couple things here. Second in the uh, Dubai Derby. And about that, this dude's got fucking nothing as far as I can see. This is a huge pass to That's, me on this horse. Uh, when you said Dubai Derby, I think you meant the Allah Akbar Derby. Grimmy, <laughs> um, <clears throat> his, his only other win came last November at Del Mar. Uh, but the problem is that, that race that he won only had five donkeys in it. This has 20. See you never. Uh, Great Magician, 50 to 1. Perfect odds. If you can really get any worse than that, drop that bitch down to 70 to 1. He ain't going to do nothing. Uh, he does have eight career starts, one win, three places, two shows. Career earnings of $580,000. The only reason why he has that much career earnings, in my opinion, is because he came in second place um, in, in that Dubai tournament, which in that Dubai Derby, which I, I'm sure it pays a ungodly amount of money makes sense for these owners to send them uh but if i had a guess probably the entry fee to get in is just completely wild because even though there's point systems to get these horses in these tournaments there's obviously still a fee that these owners have to pay to get these things in i want to say the kentucky derby is twenty five thousand dollars um plus you obviously have to have the points so to get into a tournament like the in the derbies like in dubai i'm sure it's quite pricey you think when they send um, it to the glue factory, Jeremy, they're going to do the whole saw it in half trick? Uh, Gay magician? Gay magician. Probably cut off the nuts and, and give it right back to fucking tax. They're going to pull the nuts to tax. They're going to pull a dildo out of the head here. All right. Yeah. So that's the, that's the biggest odds in the derby that I've seen so far. So just a so big far. cross off for uh, gay magician Great. here. Gay magician gonna stay in the back, wash these other donkeys' asses, cause he's gay. That's where he's gonna be. And the next, and the, yeah, go Jeremy. <laughs> you go ahead, Al. Well, I was just gonna I'll segue in. into the next position five. You know, it's it would be improbable <laughs> if Gay Magician were to win. So that's the horse on number five is improbable at six to one here. Six to one, five career starts, three wins, two shows. Uh, career earnings of six hundred nineteen thousand. Dial style is uh, run a style is press the pace and stalker. But when you get to improbable, what do you look for? Oh, six to one. Why is that? It's because his trainer is fucking Big Bob Baffert and his big fucking dick. 
You look at fucking horse racing, and it ain't no different than WWE. You got your heels, you got your baby faces, you got your jobbers, you got your mid cards. God damn it. Big Bob's a fucking heel. Big Bob's a guy that he just fucking wins. People want to be him. He takes pictures with the goddamn Burger King King. He's a fucking heel. But goddamn, is he good. He's going to come out. He's going to do something special this derby, in my opinion. But is it going to be improbable? Eh, we'll see. Uh, but talking to Improbable, finally something worth talking about. These other four bitches weren't anything. They suck. They ain't going to do shit. Big fucking Bob. We all know his history. Two recent Triple, cr triple Crown wins with American Pharaoh and Justify. Uh, taking per pictures with the Burger King King. This dude's just f fucking excellent. Uh, but onto Improbable, as a juvenile, Improbable was locked, was, um, locked for excellence. He won two stakes races uh, with ease. Uh, but this year, he hit a bit of a struggle. He finished second in the Rebel Stakes by losing, to, by, losing by a neck to long-range Toddy, who we'll get to later. And he also finished second in the Arkansas Derby to Omaha Beach, who we'll get to later. Uh, something interesting about Improbable is that Big Bob actually put blinders on Arkansas in the Kentucky Derby, which was used to keep him focused. Um, keep him focused, looking straight. Big Bob must think that he's too, fo he's too interested in what's going on around him rather than straight ahead. Uh, but he will not have the blinders on him uh, for the Kentucky Derby because Improbable had issues in the gate, and they believe that that was a direct effect to the blinders that he had on. Um, mm. Now, Jeremy, what I'd like to say is we haven't mentioned it yet. Supposed to be a good amount of rain in Kentucky Friday Ooh. and Saturday. Now in the mm -hmm. Arkansas Derby, a lot of slop. So therefore, horses slop. like Improbable yep. already have slopped it up and have good results. Mother was a mother. He, correct. He slopped it up, uh, but he finished. So in the two uh, races with Improbable, um, when he lost this past year, he lost a long race siding and he lost to Omaha Beach. He lost by a total by three quarters of a length because they were both really close races. Uh, Improbable is right up there with Omaha Beach, but yes, I would definitely place Improbable and Omaha Beach in the mudder section. Uh, they're just they they can run in it, and you know Big Bob has history with mudders. If you remember uh, American Pharaoh in the Preakness uh, when he won the Kentucky Derby, it was just a, um, when he won the uh, Triple Crown that year. It was just a complete mess out there, and he just he, he just took off and didn't lose sight. Looked fantastic. I think that was his most impressive win back then. So Big Bob has history with uh, good horses running in mud. Um, improbable. Expect good results. Top five. Just expect good things from him, in my opinion. <clears throat> Uh, what about this yeah, position? What, what about this position of number five, though? Are you, is that is that good? Is that bad? Is it you can win it's, from five? Five is okay. Five's not a horrible spot. Um, it historically doesn't have the most wins from that position. I'll actually get to that little, a little bit later on which positions have the most career wins out of the post. Um, Doggy. But 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 five's not bad. You know, you want to actually avoid. Um, one, one's one's a god awful spot, but in my opinion, one's a god awful spot. But I believe that. Let me go back to my notes here. There was a couple years ago the favorite ended up on one and ended up winning. I forget which horse it was. Uh, the number one post, surprisingly, 
um, has the second most uh, wins in history out of it. Um, but I think that one, you you can't be a sophomore, you can't be a closer. That has to be a position, in my opinion, that you need to get a good start. You need to get in front of the group, um, and then you can kind of press the pace from there. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Number six, Vicoma uh, at 20 to 1 has four career starts, three wins, zero places, one show. Career earnings of $788,000. The running style is soccer. Trainers George Weaver. Vicoma uh, is coming off of a very impressive three and a half length win at the Bluegrass Stakes in Keeneland. Uh, he's named, he, he's uh, manned by the Hall of Fame jockey Javier Castellano. Vicoma has a now, offered run of style. Real, qu real quick on Castellano there, Jeremy. 0 and 12 for him in the Derby. So some mm -hmm. people would say he's due. Can't win the big one. You could say he's due, or you could say he just can't win the big one, just like Al said, exactly. Uh, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he might win these stakes races, like Bluegrass Stakes, things like that. But goddamn, son, show up to the big show and show us what you're made of. You ain't made of shit if you can't win it. So, Jeremy, what I would say is if you start seeing in the undercard some Castellano wins getting a little momentum, he might take the hot jockey of the day and mm. bring that to the Derby. He might, and, uh, you know, I actually have the coma, possibly being a surprise. Um, <clears throat> he might surprise people with this. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he is uh, comes in around fourth place to help people hit some super factors. Uh, he's a, he, I think that he could be a good long shot to bet some money on if you possibly want to win uh, some good money. I don't think that he would – he's not the worst one at 20 to 1, that's for sure. I expect him by the end of the um, – by the time the bitches hit the post that he might be at about 12 to 1. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, expect a good run from Vekoma. Uh, I think that he might finish, uh, you know, between 4 and 4th and 8th. Uh, just don't be surprised if you see him up there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Javier Cassiano, good career. But, like I said, hasn't ever won the big one. <clears throat> Number seven, maximum security, 10 to 1, four starts, four wins, career Ooh. earnings of $649,000, running style, pace setter. <clears throat> Trainer is Jason Source. Maximum security, I like him. Uh, never lost a race. Uh, Donkey obviously has a winning niche. He aced the Florida Derby at Gulfstream by pace setting at the three-and-a-half length win. Uh, he's the only pure front runner in the Kentucky Derby, which to me makes him a very good wild card. Uh, the owners have the best of both worlds in this Derby. Gray and Mary West also have favorite game winner in this race as a stalker running style. This is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Expect maximum security to lead for most of the race. And if it continues to break out and he breaks away from the pack, Game winner could very well uh, stalk right behind him to either push him or take over. But I think this could be a very good day for the owners, Gary and Mary West. But if your name's Gary and Mary, God damn it, you're fucking born. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of horse racing. Let these bitches run. Let's forget about these fucking owners. But expect a lot of good things from Maximum Security. I have Maximum Security in my top five. Fun little fact, Mary and Gary named their sons Larry and Barry. What do you think about that, Sager? That wouldn't surprise me. Is that true? 
<laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. They sound like two fucking people that just sit on their goddamn front porch every evening at sunset and drink a goddamn cup of iced tea. Sounds like a nice life to me. Own a couple donkeys. You you take it in a heartbeat. All right. Now, what I'd also say is a maximum security has won in slot before. Now, the Florida Derby wasn't in slot, and I don't remember exactly which one it was, but one of his previous races was in slop. So he's looking mighty tasty right there. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't have that on here with the slop, but God dang, you know, once again, uh, one of the favorites. I have him in my top five. Uh, I'm going to get to my winning picks later on. Uh, I got a couple little wild picks that you might do, but uh, you'll be surprised where I have maximum security later on. <laughs> Ooh, nice tease. Uh, in the eighth post, we have Tactus. Tactus at 10 to 1 has four starts, three wins, uh, career earnings of $653,000. Running style is stalker and closer. Trainer is Bill Mott, the Hall of Famer. Tactus 0 for 8 in the two- Derby. <clears throat> He is. He uh, is he zero for eight. That's a, that's the that's the my stat department has looked up. That's the word on the street. <clears throat> Texas has two impressive come from behind wins at the Lamhome and the Lamhome Derby in Tampa and the Wood Memorial Stakes. He's uh, trained by Hall of Famer Bill Mott. He has entered seven derbies in the in the race. Is that what you said? He's zero and seven. I had zero and eight, but we, we keep going. He'll be 0-8 well, at the very he least after this He is going to be 0-8 after this, so it don't matter. <laughs> well, he's got two horses in it, so he'll be 0-9. Uh, his best finish in the Derby was 7th place last year with Hoffberg. Uh, expect a late surge from Tactus, but still falls short. Uh, between 8th to 10th place, that's where this bitch is going to fall. See you never. In the 9th slot, plus K, parfait, 30-1, to 1, 7 starts, 2 wins, one, one place, two sh- two shows. Career earnings of one point six million dollars. Can we take a wild guess where Plus K Parfait won this money from? Dubai. Ah, uh, no, the, it's the Allah Akbar Derby, Al. The Allah Akbar Derby, aka the United Arab Emirates Derby, sponsored by Sidad Muhammad Al Nuba Group. That's real. The Arab money pay for this bitch well. Everything else about this donkey is going to be a disappointment. Go back to Dubai. Get a fucking bomb. Be careful. Hopefully Customs checks this bitch before he comes in. He might have a strap-on bomb on his saddle. I, okay. hate, I, I hate that name. Okay, I'm- so hold on. I'm going to fade the public a little bit right here. I really like this horse. I watched oh. all these derbies, and the clothes that this horse had at the very end to win that fucking... Um, Ruin that race all the way in Dubai was impressive as shit. I like the jockey, Santana Jr. I, I'm looking for this horse to potentially uh, close, close hard, and be in my top three. So, oh, curveball. So, plus K Parfait is a good stalker then, Harley, and a good closer? Closer. He's, a, he's he, a closer. He's a closer. Yeah, but you said he came from behind, though. Isn't that what a stalker is? No, a stalker is? stays no. right off the lead, like a couple lengths back. Correct. The closer yeah, but then they the have to close, that, though. Yeah, well, Al, the closes, for instance, are the donkeys that come around the stretch and they look like they're fucking they're going to the glue factory, and all of a sudden <laughs> they just put a goddamn rocket behind them. They just come out of nowhere. He's got and some all, fucking speed, I'm telling you. All right. <laughs> 
I'm going to be sitting there rooting for his ass. 30 to 1. Tasty. 31, I'll tell, tell you what, uh, Harley, that's, that could be a way. If you hit, if you somehow hit that bitch, if uh, if the, if Plus K Parfait really has a bomb on him and blows everybody else up, you might win some fucking money. That's the only way he's going to get in the top three is if every other horse fucking dies. Well, the best part is no one from the Dubai Derby's ever won, so therefore there's got to be value. The public's going to stay away from him, and I actually watched almost every race from February – all the way till now and prep for this thing. That was the most impressive stretch I've seen. So anyway, um, so Sager, are you ready to go to number 10? Cutting home. Oh, cutting humor. Sorry. It's a cutting fart. humor. It's a fart joke. Cutting, cutting humor at 30 to one, six starts, two wins, two places, one show career earnings of $516,000 running style is stalker. Yeah, no, but can I, can I say something real quick about his running style? He's a fucking yep. moron. He stays way too far to the outside all the time. It gets extra length. D- Todd Pletcher, trainer, what the fuck are you doing with this horse? Todd Fletcher? Pletcher. It's Todd Pletcher. He's, uh, Todd Pletcher is, uh, he's, he ha- I know he has two career wins in the Derby, but I, he, Todd Pletcher has a, he seems like he's been a letdown um, this year. Uh, he did win with American Dream back in 2017. Uh, that was his last win, which I picked, by the way, in my first uh, Kentucky Derby podcast. Um, but this is a down year for him. Not to brag. Uh, he, normally has a, he, he normally has a horse that's in the Derby that is a favorite or well up there, uh, but not this year. Um, Cutting Humor is just a humorous horse that has one decent win at the Sunland Park National at the Sunland Park Derby. Which he did set a course record, but goddamn, Sunland Park is just as good as fucking Delta Downs in Louisiana, which no one gives a shit about. Get this horse to the glue factory. He's fucking done. Godspeed, Todd Pletcher. Get the fuck out of here this year. You don't belong. You know, I was talking about WWE, you know, how it kind of matches with horse racing a bit. Todd Pletcher is kind of like a baby face. You know, everybody usually likes Todd Pletcher. He's a good boy. He does the same thing. He don't have no swagger to him. Fuck you, Todd Pletcher. You're now a goddamn jobber. Todd Pletcher's kind of the Daniel Bryan of uh, horse racing? Uh, no, but you, see, you can say that. Because Daniel Bryan's got two national, I think two championships, two world heavyweight championships, and Todd Pletcher has two Kentucky Derby wins. Boom, there he is. It's like you and, said, Sager, horse racing's a lot like the WWE. Everybody says it. Every, it's it's true. It's, uh, argue with me about it. Number 11 in the 11th post, Heichel at 30-1, to 1, five starts, three wins, one place, one show. Uh, career earnings of $373,000, run a sales closer. Uh, the trainer is Kieran McLaughlin. Yeah, you can laugh your way all the way back to where you the fuck you're from. That's, bitch, that's, bitch ain't gonna win shit. That's definitely uh, an we, Irish name. Yeah, well, she, Mick Laughlin's gonna laugh her ass back to Irish, to, to Ireland. <laughs> uh, all this, all the stakes race has been at Aqueduct. Um, did show at the Wood Memorial Stakes. Expect the bottom third for this bitch. Let's move on. This horse sucks. Agreed. <clears throat> Next. Twelve post. What? Next. Oh, you can't go next. Omaha tour. Beach, four to one, seven starts, three wins, three places, one show. Career earnings of one point one million. Uh, the running style is press the pace and a pace setter. Trainer is Richard Mandela. Uh, is Omaha Beach the big Bob killer? 
Uh, Omaha Beach has back-to-back uh, -back six races at Oaklawn Park, where he topped uh, two of the top three horses with Big Bob's loaded barn, uh, defeating Game Winner by a nose in the Rebel Stakes, and then defeating Improbable in the Arkansas Derby by one length. Uh, Omaha Beach boasts one of the best stamina's in the field, uh, which is going to be good. That's why they think this is a this horse is going to be good with the pace setter, being a pace setter because. Uh, they just rave about the stamina of this horse. Um, Omaha Beach has a very high cruising speed speed that other experts like myself have only seen in recent winners, such as California Chrome, American Pharaoh, and Justify. Uh, American Pharaoh is nothing short. Of, uh, Omaha Beach, sorry, American Pharaoh is just such a great bitch, always on my mind. Omaha Beach is nothing short of the real deal. Uh, the jockey is a great Mike Smith, who has won the Derby twice with long shots, Giacomo in 2005, and then Justify last year. Uh, Omaha Beach, unless something, unless uh, plus K Parfait blows this thing up, it's going to be up there. Uh, expect a good run from this horse. Real <laughs> deal. Triple Crown winner? I don't know. So what I would say with Omaha Beach, earlier we talked about a horse called War of, War of Will. Yeah. And was sired by Warfront. This horse, too, is sired by Warfront. Warfront siring two Kentucky Derby eligible horses. And they both have war names. Omaha Beach is, uh, you know. Yep. D-Day. D-Day Landing. Right? I thought D-Day was Normandy, but. I think it's a, it's a war. Well, Omaha Beach is one of the areas where we landed. All right. There, hey, there you, hey, a little history for your ass. A little history for your ass in the Kentucky Derby pod, so, which. Support the troops, including Bob, even though he's behind a computer desk, just typing with sticky notes. Yeah, I saw that today. Let's, let's take a quick break. <laughs> what's, going, what, what's going on with Bob? I heard he broke his leg. Hey, appar what, apparently he fell off a truck and broke his ankle. <laughs> what was, was he wrestling some 18 year old marines or something i don't know but they really got some dumb jarheads over there they make bob look like he went to mit and bob's in uh california right correct now uh, dirt dirt for the longest time thought that saipan was in california did y'all ever did you know about that no, I don't. But talk shit about Dirt. He's not here to defend no, he, himself. No, Dirt, Dirt claims he's going to be calling in shortly. So let's save the Dirt talk. Hold on. What, what are you there? What are you doing? Okay. Lighting up your vape? No, I dropped my phone and my headphones came out. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, 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 for the longest time, Dirt thought when I said I'm moving to Saipan, he asked, where the fuck Saipan at? I said, it's just west of California. He says, oh, shit, you going to be near Santa Anita? I said, yeah, bro, I'm going to be near that bitch. <laughs> For the longest time, he thought that I was moving to fucking California. As what he doesn't fucking know, I see, is there ain't shit west of fucking California. Dumbass. <laughs> I heard oh, uh, 22 doors, horses have died at Santa Anita this year. What's up with that? You know, I, I, from what I heard, though, is that they shut down Santa Anita. Uh, I guess they're going to resurface it. They're really figuring out what the hell's going on. But, yeah, I read something about that. I mean, unfortunately, being in Saipan, it's a lot harder to keep up with day-to-day -day racing because uh, I'm 16 hours ahead. But, yeah, I read about that. <laughs> it's kind of mind-boggling because that's a top track. 
like every seems like every time they have a race, they send one to the glue factory. So it should be one of your favorites. All right. So the next horse, number thirteen, Code of Honor, Sire Noble Mission, Mare Reunited, Jockey the Great John Velasquez, Trainer Shug McGooey. That's a name. Yeah, fucking Shug McGooey coming pretty soon right after uh, Kieran McLaughlin. A bunch of douchebags. Finished Could third in the Florida Derby, and I got here as a closer. Yep, closer. Uh, five career starts, uh, two wins, one place, one show. Career earnings of $478,000. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned, uh, the odds are at 15 to 1. Um <clears throat> Code of Honor was regarded as one of the top members in this juvenile class last year, but has a very inconsistent third year. Um, expect, expect a late surge uh, with him being a closer, uh, but falling midway uh, in the pack. He might be about a, b- between a eight to six uh, might be where he finishes, if I had to guess. Uh, I think going to put in a pretty good run. Um, he has Hall of Famer jockey, as you mentioned on him, two-time Kentucky Derby, Derby winner John Velasquez. Um, don't think he's going to push. I, I expect him to probably stay around 15 to one, uh, but not much else. Uh, moving on to the 14 post, we have win, win, win at 15 to one, six career starts, three wins, two places, one show career earnings, $367,000 run a style is closer. Uh, the trainer is Michael Trombetta. Uh, win, 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 placed in the blue stakes and the bluegrass stakes. Uh, he also turned heads in the Laurel Park Derby where he won by, uh, initial, well, he won his first two initial races, both coming at five and a half furlongs by a total of seven lanes. Uh, so we obviously blew the competition. Five and a half furlongs is a very short race though. He's going to have to keep that up, uh, with him being a closer. Does he have the stamina to keep on going? Uh, an extra furlong and then close. I don't know. Uh, I don't expect him to. Uh, he finished second to the likely Preakness starter, always mining. Uh, win, 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 went to the t- went to Tampa Bay and won by seven and a, seven and a quarter lengths at the pace stakes. Uh, I expect a top ten finish, uh, but don't expect him in the top four. Um, expect a good run. Uh, All right. So, and just one last note on win-win-win, uh, the owner is T-Pain, so use that um, information to place your bets there. Moving on to number 15, 50-1 uh, to 1 odds, Master Fencer. Is this one from Japan, over by you, Jeremy? Hi. That's <laughs> yes in, J- in Japanese. <laughs> nice. What did you know about uh, this donkey? Uh, this donkey has six starts, two wins, two places, career earnings of $234,000. Don't ask me how much that is in yen. I can't tell you. Uh, his style is the bonsai attack. Uh, his trainer is Kochi Uh Some more information on Master Fencer. Konnichiwa, coming from the land of the rising sun. Master Fencer joining us from Japan. Uh, this would be the worst ass kicking in the Americans have given the Japanese since the Battle of Saipan. Uh, expect a bonsai attack, but at the end of the day, he will become horse sashimi, which is actually a delicacy meal in Japan. Sayonara, Kanichi-san. I bet you Big Bob doesn't even give you a proper bow. You stupid bitch. Get your ass back to fucking Japan. 
And that was talking Master Fencer. (laughs) Next. Hold on. on. One key thing about the Japanese horse racing, they're always turning right. They're fucking retards. They don't run the normal track where they're turning left. The Japs turn right. This horse has no shot. He might go backwards out of the gate. Exactly. I'll tell you why they go right and we go left because they're fucking scared of Americans. Even scared of fucking American horses. Stupid bitch gonna run the wrong fucking way. I bet you this horse has slanted eyes. It don't know which fucking way it's going. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, there goes our Japanese audience. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. 16 post. Game winner. 5 to 1. 6 career starts. 4 wins. I'm sorry, did I say five starts or six? You said six. Whatever I All right, six starts, four wins, two places, career earnings of $1.8 million, running style, stalker, trainer, big fucking Bob. <clears throat> After an undefeated year as a two-year-old game winner, lost two stakes races this year, uh, but not by much. Everything was really close. Uh, he lost to Omaha Beach and the Rebel Stakes and Roadster, which is another big Bob donkey, and the Santa Anita Derby. Thank God none of these two bitches got sent to the glue factory afterwards. Uh, he has a history at winning at Churchill Downs. He won the Senatorial Jet Breeders' Cup Juvenile Stakes. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I uh, can't read my fucking handwriting here. Uh, but just be on an outlook for a game winner. Uh, game winner, maximum security. This is where I was going with this. They, as I mentioned earlier, they are both owned by Gary and Mary West. Uh, game winner, maximum security, even though they're ran by two different trainers. These owners are going to have a lot of money put on these things. Um, expect game winner and maximum security to be pushing each other. Um, as I mentioned earlier, maximum security is a pace setter. Uh, which means it's going to take a running. It's it's going to be a running gun. Pace setter is exactly what American Pharaoh was, and then the stalker for it is going to be game winner. Um, expect top four finishes for game winner as well. Five to one, big Bob in the Kentucky Derby. Can't go wrong. Huh. So big Bob, I guess Harley, you have anything more on game winner? Nope. Joel Rosario's the uh, jockey. Pretty decent jockey. So on the next position, that's 17. It's Roadster at 6-1 to odds. That's another Big Bob horse, correct? The third and final bitch in this race for Big Bob. Correct. Running at 6-1, to has four career starts, three wins, and one show. Career earnings of $706,000. Running style of stalker. Uh, as we mentioned, Big Bob's the trainer. Uh, along with Omaha Beach, Roaster carried the most buzz coming into the Kentucky Derby. After winning an allowance run of Santa Anita, uh, Roaster then edged game winner to one of the Santa Anita Derbies we just mentioned. mentioned. Uh, Roadster is the highest paid horse that was bought in auction that's in this year's Derby. He sold at $525,000 in 2017. Expect a great run from Roadster. Uh, very much so in the top five. Uh, rumor rumor has it he had the esophagus stretching surgery that young Eric Shula had and as a two-year-old and now is running better than ever and can breathe again. Huh, that's interesting. So That's interesting stats. So with Big Bob having three horses in this race, 
He really doesn't care as long as one of them wins, right? He don't give a shit. He just wants one of them to win. But, like, as I mentioned earlier, you see, it's going to be something that I don't quite understand with trainer is it must be hard being a trainer working with all these other owners, for instance. You, you know, it's what, – what, what do you do? The conflict uh, of interest? Exactly. And how does Big Bob – who's obviously the middleman, determine this. Uh, how does, you know, does he train them differently? I mean, I'm sure every horse has to get trained a little bit differently due to just their running styles and whatnot. But in the Kentucky Derby, there's definitely got to be a conflict of interest. Uh, you know, I just love to be in Big Bob's head. And what does he see in these horses? You know, which one does, which one does he truly feel? And uh, we probably won't get that information until – the actual day of the Derby, I'm sure Big Bob is going to have reporters up his ass, uh, and I'm sure he'll give some more insights. So if I had to guess, if Big Bob gives any sort of insight on any of his three horses, I bet you people are just going to bet their homes on uh, whatever Big Bob says. Fuck the owners. Big Bob's the guy, and everybody's going to go with what he says. Has a trainer ever had win, place, and show – for his horses at the Kentucky Derby? Because, I mean, they, they have three of the best odds besides Omaha Beach. Like, it's not improbable that uh, for him to get all three, you know, up on that podium. I get why you just said improbable. Thank you, Jeremy. I get it. I got you, Snowflake. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but as far as top three, I don't think that that's ever happened. This could be a time it happens. Uh, I got a, I got something in my notes later on with the bet. Uh, going to the y'all got anything else on Roadster? Expect great great a great run from this ditch. All right, moving uh, on. Hit us with eighteen. Eighteen post long range toddy at thirty to one. Eight career starts, four wins, one place, one show. Career earnings of eight hundred fifty four thousand dollars. Running style is closer. His trainer is Steve. Uh, Asman, As, uh, Asmussen, I well, don't know. Weird bitch here. Uh, beat him probable at the Rebel Stakes, then had a poor showing at the Arkansas Derby by finishing sixth on the muddy track. Hmm, supposed to be slop at the Derby. Obviously didn't run good in the mud. I wouldn't expect much here from Long Range Toddy. Um, expect him to finish uh, m- mid-pack if I had to guess. <clears throat> Number 19, spinoff at 30 to 1. Four starts, two wins, one place, one show. Career earnings of $250,000. Running style is press the pace. Uh, trainer is that guy again, Todd Pletcher. God damn it, Todd, get something good here. Two donkeys in this booth at 30 to 1. Uh, Todd Pletcher, uh, they lost here in the Louisiana Derby from By My Standard, uh, who was a huge underdog. Uh, no underdogs are going to win this derby, in my opinion. Uh, sorry, tidy boy. Go clean Big Bob's ass. That's all they got here. Uh, <clears throat> I don't expect a 30 to 1, a 20 to 1 to do anything well in this derby. It's Big Bob's in this with three top horses. It just ain't going to fucking happen. I don't think anybody's going to show. Unless, like Harley hopes for, his plus K parfait blows people up. So you're telling spinoff to fuck off. I'm telling spinoff to fuck off. Get out of here. Okay. And then in the final spot, 20 posts is by Country House at 30 to 1. 
Six career starts, one win, two places, one show. Career earnings of $260,000, running style is closer. Trainer is the Hall of Famer, Bill Mott. Uh, but what I got on Country House is just like the restaurant in Saipan that's called Country House. This case is closed for this bitch, just like the restaurant Country House is closed in Saipan. See you never, Country House. Get the fuck out of here, you bitch. It, the Country House finished third in the Arkansas Derby. And he wasn't even sniffing improbable in the winter Omaha Beach. In the slop, this horse just does not have enough. Not enough. 20 to 1. I wouldn't be surprised if he drops to about 25 to 1. I have 30 to 1. I have 30 to 1 on my sheet, but we're crossing them off anyway. We don't care the odds. We ain't betting your ass, country house. You're right. I got him at 31. He's going to drop to 35 to 1. He's fucking out of here. <clears throat> Going on to the results. Well, what y'all thoughts? What what do y'all have on those first twenty? I mean, it seems like another year where the favorite is primed to win the Derby, to, in my opinion. But I mean, I don't know shit about horse racing. That's why I got you gentlemen on here dropping knowledge on me. Well, Harley, what's your thoughts? You got any more knowledge? Any more insight on any of the twenty that uh, wasn't mentioned? No, I think we covered them really well, uh, young Jeremy and. I'm ready to give my superfecta and a long shot. So, do you want to go first, or would you like me to? Uh, do well, let, let, yeah, let, let me go over a few more things here before I actually get to <laughs> my bets. Okay. But um, just a couple of small things. We'll big, but we'll big Bob do it again. He has five career Kentucky Derby wins, uh, with the likes of Silver Charm, Real Quiet, War Emblem, American Pharaoh, and Justified. He only trials. Trails Ben Jones with six career Kentucky Derby wins. This could be a very good year that Big Bob ties Ben Jones with the most all-time Kentucky Derby wins as a trainer. Um, one other stat that I have here is the top four post positions that created wins of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the most wins came out of the 10 post, which is where cutting humor is. Uh, with nine career wins in the Derby. Uh, the second most wins have have come out of the one and the eight post, which this year, which both of those positions have earned eight career wins. Uh, those posts are War at Will is in the one post and the Tacticus is in the eight post. Um, the third most wins came out of post two and seven with seven career win wins in the Derby. Uh, those positions are tax, who comes out of the number two post, and maximum security, which comes out of the number seven post. Hmm. Maximum security is the one, the arguably one of the most uh, popular spots in the Derby. Four starts, four wins. Mary Gary West. Let's fucking get it. Uh, all right, I'm on to bets. Harley, you want to give yours? Sure. All right. So as <laughs> always, don't be the idiot and not box. Always box. You don't want to be flipping. You don't want to be flipping a fucking win play show and get one of those fuckers wrong. Explain to the novice betters what box is. They can come in any order as long as those horses are in there. That'd be correct. Correct. So, for instance, if uh, if you just bet, the, I'm just going to use this for example. If you bet the one and two horse in the exact box, which is to win in place, if you just do, if you just do a regular exacta. And it finishes one and two, 
you win. If it finishes two and one, you lose. That's why you always box that bitch. That way you can finish either way in any order, and you're going to crack that motherfucker. All right. Lesson learned. All right. <clears throat> All right. So my picks, as I said, this I think this is a very impressive derby for the Arkansas horses coming from the slop. I like, unfortunately, the favorite, Omaha Beach, to win. I like a late showing from Roadster to come in second. Plus Q Parfait, closing hard, will be third. And I think Improbable at the end will get passed by Roadster and Parfait and finish in the fourth plot. So if you're looking at it, it's a 12-17-9-5. Box them up, Superfecta, let's get it. In your fucking ass. I'm I'm a bit different from you there, Harley. Hey, that's good. We go can make and... people money, one of us, and then everybody wins. One thing that I learned last year, don't fucking go against big fucking Bob. Oh, Roadster yeah. wins this. Roadster wins this bitch. Winning is going to be Roadster placing maximum security, showing Omaha Beach. If you want that order, Roadster is the... 17. Roadster, 17. Maximum security, 7. Omaha Beach, 12. If you want to hit that superfecta, goddammit, you want to try to win some money? Throw Vacoma in that, number 6. So once again, if you want to bet the... If, if you just bet win play show, Roadster at 6-1. to one, Place the maximum security at 10-1. to one, Showing Omaha Beach 4-1. to one. Uh, But if you want to do a goddamn wild card, Big fucking Bob. How many letters are in Bob? Three. Big Bob's got three fucking bitches in this. Some of a bitch, you can do a goddamn trifecta with all Big Bob's bitches. Roadster. Improbable. Uh, game winner. Fucking why not? Is Big Bob. Ow, that sounds like a bet for you. You ask if any trainers oh, ever yeah. have horses win play show. Fuck it. This could be the one to do it. You got to do I it. And Harley, I wouldn't be. This, this was a tough one. Uh, they're always tough. Wouldn't be surprised if Omaha Beach wins this race. But I ain't never going against fucking Big Bob. Not, not, not whenever he's the history that he has. He's going up against history. He's got three horses in the top four. It, it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's hard. But I really like maximum security. I really like the pace setting that he can do in this. Harley, who is um, your fourth horse? You had Omaha Beach and- to win, Roadster to place. Plus Q Parfait to show, and who's your fourth? Improbable. That'd be a 12, mm. 17, 9, 5. And, you know, I, 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 have, I have Improbable as the likely horse to come in fourth, but I'm trying to get something here. If you want to do a Superfecta, pick a surprise horse in it. Uh, that, that way you can try to win some money. Superfecta is fucking hard to win. But once again, top three, I got Roaster, Maximum Security, and Omaha Beach. Big Bob for the fucking win. Well, I mean, you only have one Big Bob horse, though. <clears throat> to win it, yes. But, like I, but you know, it's, it's one of those things. You're going to submit multiple that, tickets? Of course I'm going to bet multiple tickets. I ain't dumb. But he said he's going to box, my, bro. You What? Al asked if you're submitting multiple tickets. By definition, by boxing, that's multiple tickets. Yeah. 
So that case, yeah, there's going to be plenty of multiple tickets in that case. I know I always drop a lot of money on this fucking race, but, uh, you, you know, it, it can switch up. It, it, this is, this is a, it's a shot to make money. If, if you do a trifecta with my best, for instance, Roadster Maximum Security, Omaha Beach, have a maximum security in there is going to win you some very good money. Um, and I just, I, I like his running style. I really do. You know, he's the only pace setter in here. Um, if it is going to be slopped, that might be interesting. But uh, as of right now, that's, uh, that's just where I think it's going to be. Very interesting. Al, who you got? Uh, just for the novice aspect of it, I'm liking this Big Bob card, although something that leaves me a little weary of doing that is that Omaha Beach is the favorite, and he's not a Big Bob guy. So He ain't a Big Bob guy. I'm just going to hope he breaks his leg and gets sent, carted off straight to the glue factory. Just remember, he ain't a Big Bob guy, but he's going to be a Big Bob bitch. That's what Omaha Beach is going to be. All right. That's a good rivalry because you got Dick Mandela going against Big Dick Bob. So watch out. A lot of dick in there. A lot of manhood. And a lot of fucking good racing is going to happen in this derby, boys. It's going to be a good one. Uh, what I remember from past years, this is this seems like there is not a clear-cut big favorite, which there has there. been the past couple <clears throat> years, which has been kind of lame because the favorite – has been running through people, right? So, seems like the the field is more wide open here. Just yes, from it's been, well, it's been, and you know, I expect come uh, post time, you know, you're gonna have a Omaha Beach which might be at three to one. You might have a Roadster that might be at two to one or seven to two. You know, the odds are gonna change. But from what I remember from past years, is even at this point, there's always a horse that was three to one or seven to two. Uh, already, so you, you know, with Omaha Beach having the best odds at four to one, this could be a people could make a lot of money in this race, especially if a lot of these odds kind of stay the same. Now, as I said, the odds fluctuate, uh, you, you know, by the second. You know, I, these were my final odds that I got from yesterday afternoon. I'm sure they've changed already to right now. Um, but, you know, expect these to change, but, uh, Al, you're right with, you know, there's no necessarily big-time clear-cut favorites in this so far. Yeah, you got a 4-1, to one, a 5-1, to one, two 6-1s, so. Yeah, and some, you know, there's there's no 8-1 to one for us. Usually an 8-1, to one, there's a 7-1. to one. There, There's nothing. The next closest is going to be 10-1 to one after, uh, I think, Roaster, who's 6-1. to one. Yeah, so. Seems like it should be a wide open race. We got weather uh, coming in, like Harley saying, should be a uh, some some slop out there. So hopefully it's an interesting uh, race here to start the race for the Triple Crown. Exactly. It's gonna be a good one, guys. Uh, always a pleasure. It's gonna be a good ass race. I'll be watching it on Sunday morning. Now That's what, when it'll be showing here? Yeah. What time will it be showing? Uh, I believe it was shows. I think five thirty, something like that. Yeah, so that should be eight thirty in the morning Sunday for you, Sags. Y'all there? Dirt call me again. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Roll out of bed, hit the vape, and watch the donkeys go at it. All right. Hey, thanks, Sager, for joining us. And uh, that's your insight on the Kentucky Derby from the TSP boys.
Yeah, well, I was on the phone. With my boss. Yo. Fuck your boss, you're off. Yo. Yo. Yeah, I was on the phone with my boss. What's up? We're, we're, you're uh, on the podcast, Dirt. We're ready for your picks. Y'all ready? I mean, we're ready, but I don't know if the viewers are ready for these fire flame picks. Nah, there ain't nobody ever ready for that. Dirt sent me a Snapchat saying he's about to win three grand. Yeah, you're right. He ain't going to win. He ain't going to win. How shit. much money are you putting we're on this race, Dirt? I don't know. I don't know. What's up? Y'all heard Omaha Beach is scratching, huh? <laughs> this is, changes the whole podcast well, Remember when we called Dirt before And he said he had Omaha Beach to win Yeah he did Yeah, yeah he was gonna win So what are your picks Dirt Well, I had Omaha Beach winning, but is he, he but he did scratch an hour ago. This made the podcast out of date. Big Bob. He's he scratched? Did he scratch? That's what it said. Well, got for the people that don't know what that means, that means he's he's not scratched yet, because you can't scratch till Friday, but more than likely he's not gonna run. They're gonna scratch him for the people that don't know since y'all run this podcast. What happened to him? No a horse from a fucking donkey. What, what's wrong with him, Dirt? He's got, like, something wrong in his throat. Like a breathing problem. Stupid bitch. <laughs> That's probably what he said about your mom. <laughs> he was vaping too much, Jer. Too many cigarettes. He needs to go to vaping. All right, I wish I could find my binder with all my horse shit in it. Well, all right, well, well Harley... Okay, I'm going... Yeah, I got to change my picks here. So instead of going 12, 17, 9, 5, I'm just going to go with a 17, 9, 5. I'm taking Roadster. Yeah, throw that money away. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, fuck it. I'm going to, since the goddamn, I mean, I'm just going to keep, I'm I'm going to do 17, 7, fucking 16. Game winner. Game winner's taking in. So you're coming in with game winner? All right, I'm going to give y'all a sleeper game, pick. Game that, winner's going to show. Dog, not at the big dog, not the race. Maximum security is a, a dark horse in this race now. I got I got maximum security placing. If placing. Only, <laughs> if only Dirt could find his Pokemon binder. With his uh, horse picks in it, we'd be in business here and get ready to crack and all win three grand. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Max, all right, look, check it out. All these races, all the derby prep races at, for three-year-olds, they're all running a mile and an eighth. He's ran the fastest time at 148. Time is everything when running. You don't want no fat guy running in a race. You ain't going to bet him. He ain't going to win. You know, you need time. Wait, time's good in a race? L.A. Derby race, the final time was 149. So that's slow. If the other horse goes 148, he's a second faster. (laughs) Welcome to time. (laughs) What? 
<laughs> I told you, 148. You said 149, then 148 is the second. Uh, Dirt, we know how time works. We know a minute 48 is faster than a minute 49. Hey, they only care about time served and time when you're catching a plane. They don't care about that in horse racing, you fools. That was a trick question. <laughs> Damn it. Bamboozled again. <laughs> what do y'all think about them horses from overseas? Oh, uh, I love they- myself some uh, Post Q Parfait. Yeah, that that one horse last year took my money, so I ain't fucking with him. Yeah, the, I bet it too. The one from Ireland. What was the name of that horse, Dirt? Mendelssohn. <laughs> Mendelssohn was the best thing out it since sliced bread. And he didn't even hit the board. He was from. He came from Ireland, right? I don't know. He came from your ass. I don't know where he came from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Dirt. Look, so, go, who you got? I'm a bet me to win now. I'm probably gonna go with that uh, the eight horse, that Tactus horse. Tactus. Bill Mott, going, oh and eight in the Derby. I'm going with Willie Bill Mott. You know he's oh for the season. He hasn't won it. He's due dirt. 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 I got a question for you. Uh, since you used to be a horse owner, um, so. How exactly, like Big Bob, for instance, he's got three bitches in this race. He has, but he's running for three different owners. How do you, is there a conflict of interest when it comes to the owners and the trainers? Not at all. They're both great. All three of his horses can run. If you look at the Santa Anita, the one horse, that roadster horse, he beat the game winner horse. They ran one, two in the Santa Anita Derby. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking, like, what, does he have issues with the other owners that he's that he's training the horse? No. For? When you run a when you got a horse and he's eligible, eligible for the Derby, you want to get him in there. You don't give a fuck what Bob says or none of your chance. You might only get one chance to run a horse in the Derby. You know that that owner might this might be his only horse or his only Derby shot. You know, and you never know what's gonna happen. One, one of them's a closer, and one of them kind of runs up there with the pace. But I think you got to watch that game winner because I think he might have needed that race in that Arkansas Derby. Mm. Like, you get what I'm saying? He might have had like a six-month layoff, and then he yeah, put well, him in that race and ran second. He, he wasn't up to par. Yeah, that was game winner that had that long layoff, right? Yeah, I think it, so. Yeah, I know one of Big Bob's horses had a very long layoff. But I think the roads. I like the roadster horse, man. He fucking got next to him, looked him in the eye, and just kept rocking, bro. It was a little fight. He, he out and out of him. Dirt, this is what I got. I got win roadster, place maximum security. And I had show Omaha Beach, but now I'm going to have uh, show game winner. And then I have Vicoma as the surprise horse to come forth. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you got to find one. Like, you remember how I was telling y'all earlier how we found one? Paul Beach was the horse. So you take him and put him first. Then you take like three or four that you want to come in second and third. And then you go from second and third, you take those, leave them there. And in fourth place, you take a few in the second and third. Am I there? Yeah, you cut out for a second. You cut out when you said third. (laughs) All right, yeah, you got to take the first, like, Take the first horse and single it. Like, whoever you want to win, 
you put them on top. Don't take nobody's advice. If you like the horse to win, you put them up there. Then you find like four that you think's gonna ruin the third. Like, don't just pick one, 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 and try to get the super effective. It's it'll cost you two dollars, but it's tough to do because you got to get like it has to be one, two, three, four. If you box it, it costs you forty-eight bucks. So if you throw a fifth horse in there, it's like a hundred and something dollars, and it gets crazy. But and I understand point, and uh, I know that you do that a lot, and it's worked out. The yeah. uh, and I do that sometimes too. But if you had to pick a top four. Just one one horse, a win, play, show, and fourth. Who do you pick? Well, let me do you this. I'm gonna give you my top bet. This is my bet that I'm gonna play. It's twenty dollars. It's a hundred bucks. You pick. You pick five horses from the Derby, and you you do a Kentucky Oaks. It's called an Oaks Derby Double. So you're taking the winner of the uh, Kentucky Oaks, which is the Ladies' Day. So Friday, that Friday is all Philly races. They got. People don't know it, but Friday, they're undercards. They got, like, $5 million races on Friday. Then Saturday, they got another, like, $5 million. It's fake races all day for those two days. So you take the Oaks horse. There's one horse in there, Bella Fini. She's seven for eight. She's made a million-something dollars. She's going to piss on the field. She's two to one. And Dirt, 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 who's the trainer? What's up? Who's the trainer? I've got to find out for you. Well, who's the who, – doesn't Big Larry have one? Big Larry's got one in there, but he's gonna need a fucking he's gonna need wings to fucking catch this thing. You might be able to throw you might be able to throw Amos's horse in there, that Serengeti Express horse, because she bled in the Florida uh, the, ah. she bled in the Louisiana Derby as a little long shot play. You, so, you know that that that's a trainer that we didn't mention at all. That's in the Kentucky Derby, Todd Amos. Doesn't he normally have a horse that's in the Derby dirt? Man, let me get on my computer and see. <laughs> God. I can't fucking scroll and shit on my phone because I lose connection with you fools. So far, so far, we've got dirt, dirt to say Tacitus or Tac. <laughs> that eight horse is Tactus? gonna win. That's as far as we've gotten so far for dirt's picks. It's gonna be eight in that other Mandela horse. Uh, maximum security. Who's yeah. uh? Let me see this thing. No, Mandela is uh, Omaha Beach. Yeah, he's scratch. Big dick, Mandela. Yeah, fucking. He's small dick now. Nah. All right, let's go. I'm going to go with Tactus as my top dog. Then I'm going to throw Curveball. in there. I'm going to throw in there that uh, maximum security horse and a long shot play is going to be uh, that cutting humor horse for fucking Todd Pletcher. <laughs> oh, Sager, what do you think about that? Uh, did you smoke some fucking weed and did, did did you get some ditch weed from someone on Reed Boulevard or something? Yeah, he set a fucking track record and at a uh, Sunland. At Derby. fucking Sunland, fucking yeah. Sunland. That's that's just as fucking good as goddamn Delta Downs. I don't give down. a fuck what it could have been anywhere. Track record, fucking, track record. I thought time didn't matter. Dirt. That guy was running like eight lengths off the rail. He couldn't <laughs> even fucking make a tight turn to save his fucking ass. Yeah. He ain't had to save his ass because he was already in front. <laughs> they was all licking his ass because that's how far in front he was. Let me get on his computer, man. I can't see these horse <laughs> the trainers and shit. Y'all got me. Y'all got me fucked up. I like how you did all your research but didn't write down trainers. You're, you're aware of you. You said cutting humor. He run a track 30? record. Check him out. 30, that thirty to one. 
30 to 1, big dog, go to the bank, bet $2, win a million. That's what I'm about to so, do. So, let me, so you got a 10 to 1, a 10 to 1, and a 30 to 1 in your top three. You don't have no. Big Bob anywhere in your top three. He's, Fuck Big Bob. He's telling me. Big, oh, Big Bob is going to put it in your ass, Dirt. Big Bob's going to get shut out. I'll take that bet. Fuck Mike Smith. You got to see where Mike Smith goes now. You think he's going to cuck somebody? Absolutely. That dude's the best rider. He's going to ride one of Bob Baffert's horse. He's either riding a roadster or game winner. Yeah, I'm looking right. Mike, uh, you ain't looking at shit. I got my fucking notes. Don't worry about me, you motherfucker. Don't worry. I'm on the computer now. You, you in trouble. <laughs> this fucking slow-ass dial-up shit. You have dial-up? <laughs> Sager, bro, let me borrow a few hundred so I can get started over here, man. <laughs> I thought earlier you said you sit on your ass. You ain't got shit. <laughs> you ain't Mike got Smith, shit. Hey, huh? You know, Mike, Mike Smith might do fucking great. He's right yeah, Omaha You're probably Beach, sitting stupid, over there somewhere in stupid bitch. on one little angle where you can actually have reception in that. Mike Smith was running Omaha Beach, you stupid bitch. Mike Smith ain't running shit. Just like, your yeah, boy, you got to watch out for whoever's riding Mandela. It's Omaha Beach, and you said scratching, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah, so he say, say you're, so he's saying Mike Smith is going to jump to one of Bob Baffert's horse since he can't ride Omaha Beach. Come on, keep Sega up. Sega can't comprehend that, bro. He's retarded. <laughs> he's retarded. <laughs> it makes sense why Dirt's audio quality is shit, though, since he's on 56K. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, motherfucker. Kentucky. What about them other races, bro? Y'all just want the derby stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dirt, we don't need to get in the weeds of who the uh, jockey is for some fucking race that nobody's going to watch. Now, Dirt, Sager's got to go here soon, so I'd like to wrap up with a little segment we like to call Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> All right. So, just open question. What do you think of Chris? Uh, he's a piece uh, of shit, man. I can't believe he let y'all down on his on his podcast, bro. I can. He's a piece of shit, like you said. I expect it from him. He said he was gonna work hard and he's played with Kruski all day. Yeah, I'm here you go. I got y'all. I got y'all some horses now. Hold on. Fuck Chris. We ain't got time. Uh, well, for real quick, I got one on Chris's. You know, Chris was always bad with uh, you know, answering his phone. But goddamn, I'm saying ever since that boy's become married, that boy really don't answer shit. He's too busy playing with his little fucking stepson Rex. And his little pecker. <laughs> little pecker bitch. And we call him Chris a tadpole for a reason. Yeah, Chris. Oh, dude. Chris's favorite Bro, horse no is in hog. the four pole here. Gay magician. That's who he says is gonna win. That other horse got in. What do y'all think about that? Bodie Express. Yeah, uh, yeah well, uh, I don't have anything on Bodie Express. I know he was the uh, substitute. Uh, All right, I'm gonna give y'all my I'm gonna give y'all my picks right sucked. here. It's going to be eight, eight, seven, and 13. Eight, seven, one. Oh, he's going with War <laughs> of Will instead of Cutting Humor now? I, I was expecting him to say 12 after all that fucking fiasco with Dick Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> and so Mike Smith. 
So what happens with Bodie Express here? Does he take over Omaha Beach's no, spot, or do the to, positions all switch up? No, he goes to no, 20. Everybody up. else uh, moves down. Hey, two Every- jockeys to watch out for. Those I read of Ortiz, the Ortiz brothers. Jose's 10 times better than his brother, but dude, bet him. Them what? dudes are riding the hairs off of them fucking horses, man. They sure, back question. whatever they are, riding question. the hairs off of them. Question, Victor Espinosa, did he retire? He sucks. He ain't got no mount. He got injured. <laughs> probably, because, probably because he weighs less than fucking Kruski. Remember like this. like a fucking paper mache. Ho- the Ortiz brothers will be one, two, or three. Mark the words. One of them's riding improbable. The other one's riding uh, the eight horse. Mark well, my word. Improbable uh, 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 could be up. Oh, 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 keep the dick out of your mouth talking now, goddamn it, boy. <laughs> no, motherfucker. I said all these goddamn uh, times. Big Bob can be fucking anywhere. Fuck you. Yeah. Fucking retard. You fucking big brown bitch. I call you the white crover. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Blah, 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 you stutter is failing, motherfucker. Come on. Get out of there. <laughs> How you gonna bet, bro? You gonna bet with Eminem, see your little employees or with Skittles? <laughs> Taste the rainbow, you faggot. How you gonna bet? <laughs> I got my sources, you little bitch. You'll worry about yeah. me. I can't wait for you to be texting me, but I'm gonna post it on this this audio shit or whatever. I'm gonna send it to them and let it put it on you. Fucking make you look like a stupid ass. <laughs> hey, hey, what about that jab you. horse? Yeah, he's gonna turn the horse sashimi. I already said that. <laughs> you know they turn right in Japan. You can't bet on a horse that always runs to the right. Well, that's like uh, the same thing with uh, isn't that the same thing in uh, the other tracks? Yeah, Australia. Yeah, but there ain't no Australian horses in this race. Yeah, they all run on grass. Y'all gonna mess up, bro. That undercard, the Derby's okay, but I'm gonna be up like nine hundred bucks on the fucking Friday. Yeah, by betting fucking Omaha Beach. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna bet your mom tonight. <laughs> She's gonna win. <laughs> oh. He- Got him. Dirt, dirt is a uh, horse racing hipster. Eh, the undercard's where it's at. Telling you, don't worry, guys. I'll have a horse next year for y'all. Come back in November, see me. What ha- now, dirt? Can you let the viewers know about your first horse? What was its name? <laughs> what happened to it? Et cetera, et cetera. Ah, she's glue right now. We don't speak on glue. Now nah, I bought her at the sale, bro. I bought her for. $600. She wasn't no bigger than a Great Dane. And uh, we raised her and stuff in Covington and Folsom. And then we raised her a few times. She didn't do nothing but this other great horse I had a claim from Big Tom Amos. Like Jeremy likes to say, Big Bad Tom. I took one of his donkeys and it was a nice little donkey. What was it? What was his name again? Uh, That was Lil Ella B. Lil Ella B. Lil Ella B ran some good races. Um... Yeah, little Ella B got paid. She got us paid. She got us paid one day. We're, she uh, got her money back. We got did, her money back. Where's she right didn't now? Get, but dirt, didn't she get disqualified her, in one of the races? Yeah, I kept her at the fairgrounds. Oh man, uh, we I, had that Friday night race. I don't know if any of you guys ever been. I was there when I, your I, horse got disqualified night. for bumping into the other horse. Yeah, the jockey did that, so the jockey gets suspended. If something happens like that, the jockey gets if another jockey says interference and they or and the stewards overturn it or withheld it or whatever they get days 
So you can't like just go out there and bump other horses and whip other jockeys and shit like that. You get in trouble. Like there's rules to racing, you know. But yeah, she got the little girl got suspended and we got disqualified. We got put behind the horse that we bumped into. So they finished sixth, so we finished sixth. They got put up to fifth. Didn't LB win one of the races? No, she should have won that one. She was the Did nine she, to well, five favorite. Well, she, we got paid for one of them. Did she uh, win it? Yeah, she won second. She won second. She played right. Yeah. Yeah, she won second. We all had the exact and trifecta and shit. Yeah. Where's she right? Cracked that exacta. Where's she right now, Dirk? Exact, the exacta paid three hard. Exacta yeah, paid three hard dollars that day. You always box that bitch. Always. Oh. Uh, some black dude claimed her out of a claiming race for five grand. So you probably saw her in Zulu. <laughs> What's better, being in Zulu or being in the glue factory? Fuck, I don't know. I don't like to think of that one, man, because that was a good horse. I was trying to get that one back. So, wait, real quick, how does the claim stuff work, Dirk? Uh, any race... Or any horse in that race, if it's for five thousand, any horse can be bought for five grand. Ten thousand, you know, some of them are like allowance optional claiming. That's like when you get up there a little bit more. Well, you want to run the horse, but you don't want to lose it. So let me ask you this. So why would you put your horse in that race? So you don't have to pay like a, a fee to get jump into that race? Why would you put your horse in the race if you don't want to lose her? Well, you maybe you only know something's wrong, you know, or she might not only be able to she might only be able to win at that competition, you know. Say you ran her for fifty grand and she's not she's running last, so then you drop her down to like ten thousand. You know, you kind of just feel her out. You go from start. You always start at the top. You go like fifty, then forty, and then eventually she'll win. If she wins for ten thousand, you got a ten thousand dollar horse, you know. And then trainers are there every day, so you can see if she's got any problems with her legs or anything or any you know, anything that's wrong with them. But I tried to tell Sager and them, I took the approach as like flipping houses. You, some of them trainers take horses and they run for like 50,000 bucks, but then they drop them because the owners don't want no, they don't want no 10,000 or $20,000 horse. They want like, you know, derby horses. You know, they, it's a rich man game. And so Amos had this horse that we thought was pretty nice and I claimed her and I got her, but she had like a little problem where she was running and her front leg hit her back leg and like, like flipped heels with herself to cut her leg off. So we were dealing with that. So she was never hundred percent when we had her, but she was a nice big ass girl. I got pictures of it. I'll send y'all. What, uh, what are you looking into for uh, next year, Dirk? Uh, it's kind of like a wait and see game. Cause I mean, you got to check them out, bro. If you don't check them out and you go there and you put in for five grand, you got to have your money in 15 minutes before the race. So it, once that gate's open, if that horse falls down, takes two steps and breaks a leg, that's what you got. There ain't no refunds or nothing, you know? Do, uh, I mean, uh, are, are you looking to, uh, hopefully through, uh, because Todd Amos is big at the fairgrounds. Are you, uh, still trying to get something possibly through him or just? No, no, I'm a looking, uh. I'm going to look and see whatever's dropping. You know, I like to catch somebody, like, has a horse for, like, 30 grand in, like, third, second, third. And then when they drop for five, they should win easy, you know. I want somebody, something that's competing at a high level and then, but it's not winning, but it's hitting the boy, you know. It's always trying. So then when they drop them just to get the money, they lose the horse. And then you got a decent animal. 
but you got to take a LA bread because when you step into them Kentucky breads, you step with some nasty fucking some nasty beast. I, I remember the, one, one of the things that I absolutely missed the most about being here in fucking Ching Chang Saipan is going to the track. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how big Larry do this year? Uh, I remember Man, I met you a couple times and he had an off year, huh? I thought Big Larry in a divorce, but they got that nice little horse. He has some horses running on the other undercard, like some maidens that do pretty does good. Have, does he have Fuck some two-year-olds? He has some good two-year-olds. I think he had. I think he won eight races this year, man. He had a shitty year. Mm. But he's trying to win again with a filly on that filly. He's got a girl jockey riding that horse, man. And I don't. Don't get me wrong, you know, they can ride, but fuck. You need something, you know, when you got to get down and crack it, bro. You want somebody to crack. Well, boys, I got to get rolling. Yeah, and I got to jump in the shower. This was fun. Hey. Uh, if y'all want to do a day of picks, uh, I'll send them in because I have a form tomorrow. I didn't get to read up on nothing. I just got a bunch of chicken scribble shit like Sager and y'all got. Well, Sager had <laughs> eight pages of research. <laughs> and Sager... <laughs> He fucking, he was on the shitter when he wrote that, so he probably had to throw it all away because he's got shit all over it. <laughs> all right. And with that insight from Dirt, we appreciate both our experts joining. Dirt, you have a lot to live up to because Sager's won with American Dream. So There you go. Bet the eight horse. I'm just saying the eight horse will win. Let's go with the eight on top. That's and, my top pick. And something to look out for. Talking small and dirt may have to collab and buy a horse and press our luck at one of these races. Oh yeah, we got to get in the winner circle, man. We got to you get got, in the winner circle. You, you got to name it the Craigie Two Crunk. Yeah. Craig Craig doesn't deserve Craig doesn't deserve us to name the horse after him, but I would love to send Craigie Two Crunk to the glue factory. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>